Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a Thing Park Podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hi there, Tom. Hello there. Hello there. You're feeling a little bit worse for wear. Yeah. Is that correct? Just a little. What have you been up to exactly, Josh? Uh, we had a bit of a university reunion last night. Oh, right. And, uh, yes, a few beverages were had. Uh-huh. A uh, bit of dancing on the dance floor. Very nice. Didn't get ID'd, which obviously feels a bit shameful these days. Well, to be going on a uni night out and not getting ID'd. Yeah. It's a bit, bit of a strange one. Yeah. Right. I must say, my I it's still quite inconsistent for me in terms of getting ID'd. So, when we went out for our Christmas drinks, I didn't get ID'd. Yeah. However, when I went and traded in a copy of L.A. Noir for the Nintendo <laughs> Switch the other week, I, I did get ID'd. So, was, was that a... To prove how you were old enough to own the game, I assume so. Or was that Ace? Because if you're training a console now, right, you have to give proof of where you live. Oh, because if it's okay. nicked, then the police can will come and like get you. Right. Oh well, I I I took it to be an age verification thing rather than an address verification thing, but may, maybe it was address. It would make me feel better, I guess, if it was. But um, anyway, it's not why we're here. It's not why we're here, but uh, I'm glad you're feeling generally okay. Have you had a good week since last week's episode? Yeah, it's been, uh, which, uh, it's been a good week. Yeah. Which, is, which has done quite well. Lots of yeah. interest, it would seem, in the future of Islands of Adventure and Universal. Just solely based, I was looking through our download figures the other day, and yeah. I thought it was quite interesting how the Universal-themed episodes have done way better than anything else we've done. It's a lot of happening stuff going on. You know, Disney's pretty much just Star Wars. It's true. And, uh, but Islands of Adventure's got a lot of stuff going on. Different yeah, stuff. Yeah, quite a lot of variety, I suppose. Some um, big IPs connected to that park. Definitely. Before we talked about theme parks, actually, oh. there was something somewhat Disney-related that I did want to uh, almost like think of this as like an admission of guilt on my part. It's something I've been feeling quite bad about this week. Ooh. So I don't know if you know this, Josh, but uh, on Monday it was apparently something called Blue Monday. It was, yes. Yeah, it was the which, yeah. Is something that I assume was come up with in some PR office somewhere and is now a thing. Uh, it's it's statistical because uh, it's the furthest Monday from uh, payday, like Christmas payday. Right. Um, and so you're like short of money, you know. Christmas is a distant memory. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. Everyone's just a bit down. Uh, I believe it's like, it's a bit dark, but uh, it's when quite a lot of like suicides happen. Oh, right. Uh, in the city. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Right. Well, generally speaking, I, I've been feeling all right this week, but I don't know if it's just because people were talking about Blue Monday in the office so much that I almost started to feel like, wait, should I fe- be feeling down? <laughs> and then I nearly compounded this because I nearly made a catastrophic decision, Oof. which would have only lessened my mood, I'm sure. I nearly, I, I'm really ashamed, I nearly pre ordered Kingdom Hearts 3. <sighs> <laughs> now, in my defence, I mean, you shouldn't be playing Kingdom Hearts three ever. No, because it's a bad game. Well, exactly. I've series. never had any interest in Kingdom Hearts. But in Disney. fact, the only time I've ever played Kingdom Hearts, bizarrely, was when like either my third or fourth Xbox three sixty had red ringed. Right. Remember that? Yeah. Dark time. Yeah. <laughs> Like, right up there with the wars, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> 360s just dropping dead every other day. Someone in the world was mourning a 360. Can you imagine if that happened now? Like, some massive tech product came out, and it was just 
everyone's was susceptible to dying at random really quite quickly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess be... the only thing I can think of of a similar fashion was that was that Samsung Galaxy phone that came out <laughs> was just basically a grenade. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess every year you get the different the the new Apple uh, issue like Oh, yeah, the bending date. iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. But Red Ring was a real a yeah. real thing. I'm quite glad that we didn't put gate on everything back then either. That's true. Red yeah. Ring gate. Yeah. Yeah. Red Ring of Death or Doom or whatever it yeah. actually was was a pretty good. It's because it is um because obviously Microsoft it, it's it's a spin on the uh, blue screen of death. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Because yeah. then that became like a total thing. Like PS3, there was a yellow light of death. Yes. And I don't know if there's, I don't know if there are any lights of death on the current consoles. I'm not aware. Not of as far this. as I'm aware. Anyway, so during the period of being without a 360 one time, I got the PS2 out of the cupboard or the loft or wherever it would have been at that time. But I didn't have any games. I'd obviously sold all the games to fund some shite on the 360, whatever yeah. the top thing was at the time. Of course. Gears of War or something, Probably. maybe. So I went down to uh, Game Station. Yeah. Shout out to all the mid to late noughties uh, UK kids out there who remember what Game Station was. <laughs> and I bought a couple of... Love that Game Station. ...really well-regarded PS2 games that I'd never played. An eclectic mix of... Yeah. <laughs> was... And then you also bought Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> it was like Resident Evil 4, <laughs> GTA <laughs> San Andreas and Kingdom Hearts, like the most bipolar shopping receipt I've probably ever I've ever had. And yeah, I tried Kingdom Hearts, it was absolute shite. So it's not like I've ever had any real interest in it. The, the thing with Kingdom Hearts is it's a Since lie. Then. It's what? a lie, Kingdom Hearts. Like well, the advertising, because it, it presents itself as being this really Disney-focused thing. And yeah, then exactly, it's exactly what I was about to say was I put it in the PS2, and it took about. What felt like nine days before I actually saw a Goofy or anything. Yeah. And it was just this total Final Fantasy knockoff nonsense that made no sense to me. Yeah. And as far as I understand, it's just become more and more ridiculous and hard to understand as the years have gone by. Yes. But the reason I ignored all that and had this brief moment of weakness on Monday was because I saw a clip on Twitter of Kingdom Hearts 3 and you can, from what I could tell... During combat, you can summon Disney World theme park rides <laughs> to fight. What? Yeah, it's really bizarre. So there was one bit where he called in a teacup. And as far as I could see, he was just sort of riding in it and could shoot at things. Uh, he called in a roller coaster, which looked kind of like if Big Thunder Mountain took place on Rainbow Road. From right. Mario Kart, of course, and yeah. there were fireworks going off everywhere, and he was fighting one of the Titans from Hercules, <laughs> whilst on a firework-driven Thunder Mountain train. <laughs> and then there was another one where he looked like he was in one of the ride vehicles from the Buzz Lightyear ride with right. the guns yeah. on them, with the lasers, and it basically became a first-person shooter. So I was looking at it and thinking, I don't know, I had a moment of. <laughs> a brief moment of weakness, and I just needed to get it off my chest because I haven't told anyone because I was so ashamed. Well, now I you've just told... needed to let the world know. Now you've told like a hundred people. Sometimes, yeah, exactly. Now, sometimes I have these moments, which shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who's been in my bedroom, quite frankly, because there are Disney Infinity figures all which over is, the shop. Which is no one. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway, Josh, I'm glad to have got that off my chest. I feel a lot better now. And I, I have not pre-ordered Kingdom Hearts 3. Well, that is good. And it's I have no hear. intention of buying it. Yeah. So, there we are. 
It's done. Instantly, uh, Game Station, the first time I pre-ordered a game, mm. uh, and also the first ever midnight launch I went to. What was the same f- game? What was that for? Halo Three Legendary Edition. Oh, and you ha- you got the helmet. Got the helmet. Nice. And that was that was a big one because it came out on the Thursday, right? And no one and I, you was were off school because I broke my collarbone. We've had this exact conversation on another podcast, yeah, <laughs> like years ago, and kind of tragically realised that a lot of the a lot of how I think back on my life and try to determine when things happened. Uh, is based on when certain games came out. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, when did we go on that trip to Whitstable in year eight? Well, Josh was off with his broken collarbone, and, but he got Halo 3, so it must be when Halo 3 came out. Because <laughs> he turned up to this school trip having uh, played Halo 3 when the rest of us were like, I haven't had any time to play Halo yeah. 3, but at school. I played it the whole, like, I didn't go to sleep. I've just played it. Ah, oh, those were the days. Yeah. Those were the days. I can't remember the last midnight launch I went to. I think I, I, we went to the GTA Five one. Yeah. Uh, I remember that, and I think that was maybe the one and only one I've been to, actually. I don't think I've ever been uh, to a different one by myself. And I went to the Switch launch. Oh, did you? Yeah, Crayford, yeah. <laughs> Crayford. That was really weird, because they opened Most the... of our audience is in the US. Yeah. So, Crayford... Where's that? Uh, it's near Dartford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. London, basically. It's, it's on the very... Out, it's as far on the edge of London as you could possibly be, but still be considered London. Right, yes. I would true. say, yeah. Well, there we are. Yes. There's a weird peek behind the curtain of our of our yeah. tragic lives. I, uh, incidentally, you, you gauged things by games came out. I gauged uh, things on injuries. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Which do they coincide at all with other game releases? So, collarbone was Halo Three. You've done your shoulder, is that right? Yeah, I dislocated my shoulder. When did, what game came out around that time? <laughs> uh, that would have been when the Xbox One. Do you time these serious injuries so that you get time <laughs> off to play the newest things? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no. Uh, G- well, GTA came out. I think was it was that one? GTA Five. GTA was Five. The time. Did you? I don't remember you being injured when we. No, went I wasn't injured GTA at the five. time, like when it first came out. But it was. Uh, I I dislocated it during the GTA Five bubble. Right. And so that I had a fair bit of time to do that. Fair like enough. That. Yeah. Well, it's been ten minutes. We should probably start talking about theme parks. What? Well, you what know, I'm things? just putting it out there. I'm, I'm just putting it out. Like Tato Land. Exactly like Tato Land. Yeah. Yeah, we're looking at planning our next round of theme park trips and. I have become aware today that there is a Taterland in yes. Ireland. Tato, Tato Land. Yeah, they make. Uh, so if you go, if you ever go to Odds, Tom, uh, you can buy Tato's. Go to where? Odds. The pub. Oh, the pub. Yeah, right. For our American listeners, <laughs> it's <laughs> Where's our. Where's that? It's oh, our local. That's Dartford. That's Dartford near Crayford. Near Crayford. Near the Big Bridge. Oh, yes. They serve Tato's. Actually, you know what? What actually might help? The Dartford Crossing is in one of the Harry Potter films. So that's basically where we are. Yeah. Yeah. That's true, actually. I can't remember which one it is now. It's one of the last two or three. It's, it's the when one... they're flying away from the dement, not the dementors, the uh, the Death Eaters. Yeah, they go for- into the tunnel, don't they? I think they do. Yeah, Harry is on Hagrid's bike. Yeah, is that Deathly Hallows Part One? Possibly, possibly. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Could be that one. Yeah, because they've so, all got they've used the Polyjuice potion to that's right. make versions of Harry. That's right. Yes. Anyway. I've only seen that film once. Tato Land. Tato Land, yeah. Uh, it's got a Woody, 
which is meant to be decent. Right. Uh, it's got a lot of um, flat rides, as they call them. What are they? Uh, like, so your tra- your your non roller coaster attractions. Oh, I see. Flat rides. That's a term. Yeah. It just sounds like a Starbucks. Or like your, like your carousel, your teacups. Right. Are flat rides. Oh, okay. Well, somewhat more exotically, yeah. and far more communist. Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah. That's what we're going to talk about first here, Josh, because in a rather big announcement, they have said they're going to build an entire land themed to the hit animated film Zootopia. That is true. Was it Zootopia here? It was Zootropolis here, right? Or was it Zootropolis elsewhere in Zootopia here? I can't remember. It had two different names. Yeah. Um, I would say Zootropolis here, because this is an American website we're looking at. We're looking at Theme Park Insider. That's true. Uh, and they're calling it Zootopia. Yeah. So this is interesting because Zootopia, according to this article, and I'm sure it is completely correct, is the highest grossing animated film ever in China. So it certainly makes sense for it to be the inspiration for a major new development at Shanghai Disneyland. Yeah. Which I'm not all that familiar with, Josh, but you've been looking at the map and I it sure seems have. to be a fairly sizable park. Yeah. Uh, each... Uh, this. It is built on the land-based system for different films. Right. Um, so a Zootopia-themed land would make sense. Right. Uh, you know, much like Islands of Adventure is rather than how Disney, uh, Magic Kingdom is. Well, Magic Kingdom's kind of lands, isn't it's it? It's lands, but they're not... I mean, I, I guess that's based on Walt's original idea. Yeah. So they're themed lands, but not themed to an IP in particular. Oh, I see. So what are some of the themed lands they've got at Shanghai? I saw from the map you were looking at, they had a Toy Story land. Yeah. You're uh, obviously going to have this Zootopia land. So I guess that's interesting that it's a slightly different approach. I guess because these are the kinds of things that maybe people outside America think of when they think of Disney. They think of specific films. They think of specific characters rather than just concepts and sort of settings which I guess was the original concept for the Magic Kingdom and, yeah. and the original Disneyland I, I was, until I found out that Zootopia was such a big hit in China I, I thought it was quite a strange choice to theme an entire land around because I've always felt like when it comes to a theme park land, less so a ride is that you kind of want to pick something that's timeless that you feel like it's going to have really lasting appeal. Yeah. And maybe it's just because of my age now. As much as I loved Zootopia, I thought it was really fantastic. I don't know if it's going to be something that really sticks with me for years and years in the same way that a Toy Story has or a Lion King or Aladdin or Snow White going back further than that. Stuff of that ilk. And I don't know if that's just a generational thing and that there are kids who... Um, their Lion King is Zootopia. And if that's the case, then fair enough. I'm just an old man yelling at a metaphorical cloud, but yeah, I don't I th- know. What I, do you think? I think there's... I, I do think the Disney films are quite timeless, like the classics. Yeah. Does Zootopia fall into that camp? I mean, not for me personally. No. But obviously China, completely different market. Yes, that's uh, true. I mean, they keep seeing... Transformers and stuff. They yeah, have. the reason they keep making Transformers is because China absolutely lapped them up. Is it Fast and Furious as well does really well in China, yeah. is that right? But there's been some talk, I think, rumours that Zootopia might have uh, might come to have a presence at Animal Kingdom. Yes. Which I have found a bit odd because it's obviously a city setting which doesn't 
fit, fit. with Animal Kingdom at no. all. It's all about nature. Yes. Which is why, I guess, as sceptical as I am about the cultural relevance and appeal of Avatar, and obviously it's all fictional, they're not real animals and things, which until now was always what Animal Kingdom was based on. Well, so... I guess it kind of makes sense. At, at, again, at the, at the time, nature. if you uh, actually look at the Animal Kingdom logo, you'll see there's a mythical creature, there's like a dragon on, on, in the logo. Right. When it was first made, so... When they first built Animal Kingdom, there was always going to be a mythical creatures land. Okay. Um, obviously, you've got Dino Land as yes. well, um, which is in the logo. Uh, but they didn't have the money, I believe, at the time to build that part. So, just it's got just scrapped. Holy nature and yeah, real so, animals. And Apart from Dino Land, yeah. Dinosaurs were real, Josh. Well, yeah, but they're, they're <laughs> extinct. You can't... But with the Zootopia, I mean, are there, there are no details on the kinds of rise that it might have and that kind of thing. Uh, not yet, no. But it says that you will be able to immerse yourself in the ma- mammalian metropolis of Zootopia, which is a really awful piece of alliteration to say. Is mammalian a word, or have they made that up? M- mammalian, that's a word. Mammalian? Mammalian. Yeah, I believe that's a word. Is Zootopia something that you would be interested in seeing come to... Or, well, would you be interested in going into a Zootopia world? I don't know exactly kind of what form yeah, that would take. I guess... Again, so I'd go to Shanghai to see it. I think for sure. Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like to make it work, to really immerse you in it, I almost feel like every employee in that section of the park needs to be dressed up like an animal. You can't have people walking around. <laughs> no, that would just be wrong. So even the people on the cashiers in the gift shops, yeah, and in the restaurant or whatever, needs to be dressed up like I don't know, and they need to be fully committed. Like it should take me. If a sloth is serving me a Starbucks or a coffee, whatever the branded coffee they have there, should take three hours. I want it to take a really long time because otherwise you just break the immersion. It's true. But, yeah, it's it's interesting. I, I like how, I guess... I don't know how you do that because obviously everyone is meant to be an animal. Like, I don't know how Yeah. you do it. No. That is my, is my problem there, I guess. But I think... The actual fit, the the city, the city in it is really cool, mm. and the miniature city that's a cool idea. Oh yeah, yeah, they got that miniature. City. They could um, do like a Honey I Shrunk the Kids style. Yeah, I mean, because Disneyland, play, there is like a area. miniature boat thing that you go through. Right, I believe it's Disneyland. It's got like a miniature like sets. Oh okay. Um, so you could do a similar thing, I guess, with that. Yeah. I mean that's quite a quaint ride, but whereas uh, Shanghai's got some, you know, fairly fairly Larry rides, you could oh, really? say. Well, oh, obviously it's got Tron, yeah, um, which is this. That's a, an exact copy of what they're building in Magic Kingdom. Is a copy of that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and you've got uh, their pirates is meant to be amazing. Right. I've heard the really good things about pirates. Uh, they got the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, but I don't think their Seven Dwarfs Mine Train is the same as the Magic Kingdom Magic one. Magic Kingdom one. Oh, fair enough. And they've got rapids. I mean, once we've got the uh, most important trip of all, Taterland, out of the way. Yes. Maybe we should look into Shanghai Disneyland, Josh. Yes. Unless, of course, there's a Shanghai Taterland. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing. I mean, you still need to go to the UK parks. Well, it's true. And we keep saying this. I yeah. do need to go to the uh, UK parks. Well, uh, you, you need a decent day. You need a nice weather day. Right. Uh, and there are no guarantees that such things exist. Here. No, yeah. And you also, mean? you need to do it during term time. 
because uh, otherwise it'll be rammed. Yeah, yeah. So I guess like an early June, if the weather's nice there. Yeah, you kind of that's maybe the best time to go. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. There's no time scale on this, is there? But I just think it's kind of cool that Disney, it seems, especially, are quite happy to build very unique rides and attractions at yeah. different parks around the world. Maybe I'm doing universal disservice here, but there seems to be more shared rides between their different parks around the world. Yeah. Whereas the you know Disney seems like there are quite unique experiences depending on where you go. Uh, yes and no, yeah. I mean, you got you got your your big hitters, I guess. You got your your pirates, which is pretty much everywhere. Um, but here, at least, a different take on it. Quite a different yes. take on it. A more modern take. Yeah. Well, sticking with Disney, and going back to something we talked about last week, which was Galaxy's Edge. Oh yeah. There was a big leak about Galaxy's Edge last week via the Park Stop podcast. Yeah. Which we talked about, and then kind of strangely, it seemed to spread like wildfire. All that information, and yeah. it ended up in all sorts of news uh, outlets. And now Disney have announced that they're going to be putting out a five-issue comic book series to basically introduce the land yeah. that Galaxy's Edge is going to be set in, which is neat, I guess, because it's a, a new setting they've created for this. It's not Tatooine or no, um, Jakku yeah. or somewhere from the movies. Yeah. It's somewhere completely new. Yeah. And it looks quite cool. It's, it sounds really cool. It sounds like they're doing a really good job of it. Uh, I've seen some overhead shots of the place. Yeah. So it looks really cool. And it looks like a smuggler's outpost. That's kind of the vibe they're going for. Yeah. It's not like a an old Jedi temple or like a, a big city or something. It's kind of a uh, a washed up almost sort of. If if there was a if Star Wars. Made a western almost. It's somewhere Han Solo would hang out, I guess, is the simplest way of describing it. Yeah. That's what it, it looks like the vibe they're going for anyway. Yeah. And, you know, with these comics, I guess, for those that want to be super, you know, engrossed in the story of it, mm. this is a really good way of them doing that. Yeah. Um, obviously, as we were discussing this earlier, you said that you personally might have thought that a video series would have been... Well, yeah, a maybe. Good rush doing it. Sure. I, I feel like, I mean, obviously, maybe that is something that they do in future. Because obviously, Disney decanonized everything. Yeah. Other than the movies. When Disney bought Lucasfilm, and, all and the expanded universe stuff. The Clone that was, Wars is yeah. uh, canon still. True. But a lot of the expanded universe stuff that was really beloved. So a lot of the books, uh, novels, comic books, video games, yeah. all that stuff was just discredited, really, and it's just lives in its own little bubble now. So they're kind of now Disney, I guess, are sort of rebuilding an expanded universe around the edges of the movies, which is where stuff like this theme park land comes in. I guess whatever the Star Wars comic books are that are coming out at the moment. Yeah. There are probably new Star Wars books that have been coming out as well. Obviously, the Star Wars video game space is in a weird place at the moment. It's a bit of a mess, but I would assume that whatever story-driven Star Wars games that might come out in future will be considered canon now. Yeah. So it might be interesting to see, based on the success of Galaxy's Edge, whether or not the the setting, which is uh, on the planet of Batuu, um, specifically Black Spire Outpost, is the, the specific place that Galaxy's Edge is meant to be set, whether or not this could become part of future 
if not movies, they've obviously got this Disney, I can't remember what they're calling it, but their sort of streaming service that they're building uh, and they've said they're going to yeah. have live action Star Wars series on there. So Disney Plus? Maybe, yeah, that sounds like it could be right. Yeah. Maybe Batu will become a, an established part of the Star Wars canon as, as a result of this and you yeah. see, you know, episodes of the TV show set on Batu or yeah. something like that. And You've already got Disney Life, haven't you? So I don't know why yeah. they're making a new one. Well, Disney Life, I think you buy stuff outright, correct? You sort of do you own stuff in no, Disney Life, well, or is it a subscription? I, when I used Disney Life, it was a subscription. Oh, okay. And it was like ten pounds a month, right? For is this repl- I assume this is replacing that. Yeah, you'd imagine so. I and I guess know. Disney Life is just their back catalogue, isn't it? So they're not creating unique content no, for yeah. Disney Life, whereas yeah. Disney Plus, they I mean, they have to because I think I saw uh, some figures the other day that Netflix had released where they said, well, you know. The vast majority of our subscribers are watching our unique content. That's why people are signing up. Yeah. Um, so I guess Disney have to have to do that as well. Some and Netflix's unique stuff is actually uh, some of the really good stuff. Yeah, and and they don't even have to market it these days. The the nature of Twitter and stuff. I can only imagine the amount of people that only watched Bird Box because they saw the memes. Yeah. I mean, I did. I watched Bird Box because I kept seeing these Sandra Bullock memes, and I was like, what's What's going on here? I should watch this. Yeah. So I did. That was the reason I have it on my list to watch. So you can understand the memes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, like I watched Bandersnatch the other day. Right. Which is cool. Yeah. But literally signed up to Netflix so I could watch that or play that, interact with that. <laughs> I guess it's both. I don't know. Sure. Whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel like that that's interesting that they are um, they're building a comic book series to introduce this well, I guess to canonise this this setting, it'll, yes. be, it'll be interesting. It'll, it'll be a straight. It'll be interesting to see. Almost, we've talked about before how they've got. I think to keep the balance of attractions that are based on movies and IPs versus stuff that's unique to the parks. Yeah, and they've tried to sort of go the other way in some cases. So they made the Pirates movie, having had the Pirates ride, and yeah. they made the Tomorrowland movie, having had the Tomorrowland area of the theme park and this is kind of a weird blend where you've got something that's based on an ip but is unique to the park that is now going back into the the ip uh, via a comic book and it'd be interesting it's like minecraft lego yeah of uh, theme park because that because minecraft is obviously a game yeah based on lego but then they've made this is a film that's become a theme park setting that's become a comic book yeah. So it'll be interesting to see that'll, people who... They'll become an animated series, that'll become a film. Yeah. Well, like, when people first go to Galaxy's Edge, where they'll be like, oh, this is the first experience I've had in Batu. But then yeah. you go back in five years, and if Batu has been in a movie or a TV series, yeah. all of a sudden people might have a point of reference. It's very confusing. It's, I'm probably putting too much thought if, into if, this. If Batu, like, gets... Demo- do they... But, what, like, so Batu they've created, they now, like, cannot really touch that in any of the films and stuff, like, per se. Right. Like, you can't, like, blow up the planet. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Because well, can you imagine, though, if in the movies it gets hit by an attack by the First Order and then they shut it down at the park for six months and they reopen it and it's just a dump? <laughs> it's just a crater. There's <laughs> just nothing left. That would be bold. Yeah. Bold, bold in terms of commitment to immersion. Yeah. Well, we blew it up in the films. So, uh... so we've done it in real life also. 
Because there's a uh, in the forest around uh, Batu, there's going to be uh, X wing X wings. What do you mean in the forest? There's like going to be a wooded area oh, around Batu. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, between Batu and Toy Story Land, there's like a walkway. Oh, okay. And there's like a foresty bit there, and mm. in the in through the trees, you can see X wings. Oh, neat. Hidden. Right. Yeah. Because obviously, I mean, I, there are big trees in a wooden area, but around Star Tours, which I always assumed was meant to be Endor. Yes. Because you've got like the speeder bike that you can go and take a picture with. Yeah. And the AT-AT as well. And I must admit, the more I think about it, the we talked about this quite a few episodes ago in regards to what might happen to Star Tours. And there was talk of whether or not eventually Galaxy's Edge would expand to the point where Star Tours was taken in by that yeah whether they could move star tours and to be honest i've now come around to the idea of maybe they just get rid of star tours and build something new there uh, or rethemed star tours I love because star tours. i it's good but i i just feel like it's gonna feel strange I, they can't just leave it over there i don't think like if they're like here's star wars yeah. land but also there's another star wars thing that's over here and you have to walk through the muppets to get there and it's I mean, they, they, they're bigging the immersion factor up so much with this Galaxy's Edge that it would just feel a bit strange to have this separate Star Wars thing all the way over there. I mean, I cannot think of any other example in a theme park where you've got a situation like that, where it no. would be like saying, well, we've run out of room in Marvel Superhero Island, so we've built this new Iron Man ride, and it's next to the cat in the hat. <laughs> it would just be silly. So yeah. I feel like they've got to work out what they want to do with that. Do they expand Galaxy's Edge? Do they move Star Tours? Or do they just replace Star Tours? And I feel like the most straightforward answer is you replace Star Tours. Because the Muppets something... do Star Tours. Well, something else I... I One of the reasons I came around to this way of thinking was because I didn't realise why the Muppets was considered so irreplaceable. Because it's apparently the last thing that Jim Henson worked on. Yes. He, uh, like the last Muppets thing that he yeah. worked on before he died. I didn't know that. And so I now kind of have a new appreciation for why that, why, why they would feel uncomfortable with ever getting rid of the Muppets. Yeah. It, which, I mean, even if that wasn't the case and it was just a thing he made at some point during his career, I still like the Muppets. Like, I'd have I no really issue like the with Muppets, it going, yeah. I'd have no issue with it sticking around. But, I, but if, if it was the reason why Star Tours couldn't be moved or Galaxy's Edge couldn't be expanded, I would be like, oh, all right, maybe get rid of it. But knowing now the yeah. history behind it, I understand They've, So why it has to stay. The, the thing with it, like, you can't really... Exp- I don't think you can really extend, expand Galaxy's Edge. No. I mean, they've got that big grand entrance that they're building. Yeah, exactly. So... I feel like Star Tours just... I, I think it will end up going, really. And, and it will also just give them an opportunity to get another IP into that park. Um, what that could be, I don't know, but you think of some maybe... Other... Indiana Jones! Well, it could be Indiana Jones or maybe something more modern than that that they haven't yet had a, a ride. The, the new to. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Wreck-It Ralph or something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, they keep talking about putting a Ra- Wreck-It Ralph in where uh, Stitch used to be. Oh, okay. Which used to be uh, Alien, which used to be... I can't remember, it was something else before. It was Alien as well. Was it the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor? Uh, that was afterwards. Or is that something? Is that in a different place? That's opposite, maybe. That's opposite. Yeah, I've done both of those. I don't think much of either of them. Did you? So. Did you is do... Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor still there? I'm not sure that it is. I'm not sure. No. Stitch is 
shut now. Yeah, Stitch is gone. That was unpleasant from what I remember. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I really liked that. it when it was Alien. I don't uh, think I ever did it when it was Alien. Uh, but they basically rethemed it, rethemed Alien into Stitch. So was it was it Alien? It was like the Alien. The Alien. That's really, really weird. They had an alien ride at Magic Kingdom. Uh, X terrestrial was it scary was it it was pretty so it was like the stitch ride but a lot like it was really dark right and it was like the alien had escaped into the room much like stitches yeah but it was like the alien that seems really out of place in a magic kingdom i I did that when i was like five i must have been i mean obviously it was there when i'd been there before but i don't know maybe 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 my parents were like, Alien is not suitable for you. No. <laughs> I don't know. That was one of the problems was it wasn't, people weren't, like, a lot of people didn't realise that it was going to be scary. Right. And so they took their kids on there and obviously, that's a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. Or or they knew it would be scary and so just didn't take their kids on it. Yeah. Because they were familiar with the movie and like, oh, you, no. Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not experiencing this, you're five. And it's not like the, the word terror in the name of the ride. No. Because Tower of Terror is not scary as such. No, it's like creepy, but they really ham it up. Yeah. It was an alien quite genuine. It was meant to be... It, it, it was trying to be, yeah. Hmm. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Josh, I think that's uh, going to just about do it for this week. Yeah. An interesting mix of stuff to talk about. I will continue to resist the <laughs> occasional urge to, for some reason, play Kingdom Hearts. Please do. Yeah. I will try very hard to do that. Well, I mean, it speaks volumes about me that I need to try hard. It shouldn't even be an issue. No, be like no, that that's a stupid dumb game. Don't don't do don't, do, don't that. do it, Tom. Yeah, don't do it. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, you can keep up to date with uh, the Park Rush Podcast via Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Park Rush Podcast. And if you want to listen to an episode you might have missed over the last few weeks, you can find them all at parkrush.com or on your podcasting platform of choice. Yep. Apple, Spotify, various other yeah. apps that you can find us on as well. Please do leave us a review if you want. Please do, yeah. yeah. That would be great. We'd love some feedback. Unless Always love ne- some feedback. Unless it's negative, obviously, then keep it to yourself. Yeah. If it's negative, be constructive. Or just don't say anything. If you don't have anything nice to say, Josh, you don't say it at all. That's what I was always taught. Well, fair enough. Well, yeah. We'll be back next week. Until then, take it easy. Thanks very much. Farewell. Farewell.